and welcome back to another episode of the In Between Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Cheney, and I'm very happy to be back, be with you all. So how's everyone feeling this week? I'm having a better week than I did last week, that's for dang sure. PMS, mental health, it'll all take you down one way or the other. I'm just kidding. But anyways, feeling a little bit more on top of my game, on top of my shit. Hope to hear the same for all of you wonderful people. I'm recording this on election day. So did my due diligence, my service to my country, my state, my city, and I went and voted. Took me five minutes. I was pretty stressed out about that, actually, because normally I I absentee vote. um, And I really wanted to vote in person this year because I was like, hey, I'm an Atlanta resident now. It's official on my license. You know, all right, so let's just go do this dang thing. And then I was like, oh, gosh, if it's like hours long, that's going to suck. But honestly, no, I just walked right in after my chiropractor appointment and snap, crackle, pop, literally and figuratively. I was in and out. It was great. Got my sticker. Feeling good. So, booyah. Voted. Oof. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, that's that. I, I did just spontaneously buy tickets to Fernbank After Dark for a cute date night with me and my husband. I think will be fun. But hey, there's 80 bucks. There's some fun. That's all good. That's all great. I'm quickly realizing that I am booking up my December very quick, like as in all my free time on my weekends. But that's that's good because I I like I like the holidays I like Christmas not because of any religious association just because I friggin love Christmas and I love all the commercially crap but I love it I love it so much I love giving gifts I love wearing Christmas sweaters I love Christmas earrings enough about that tangent about holidays and Christmas but really back to just the fact that here I am I talk about it quite frequently about overwhelming myself overdoing it and I am now quickly booking up all my free time in December, but that's fine. You know, actually, you guys would be proud. I had quite the social weekend. I had two social outings on Saturday. Oh, all day. It was fine. It was good. I mean, I loved the outings, but I mean, socially, emotionally, I was exhausted. Um, I'm just totally cutting. It's totally fine. Obviously, I was thriving. Extrovert over here. As much as I don't like to admit it, I am definitely an extrovert. Can I be an extrovert that has like introverted tendencies or like an introverted side? I don't know. I'm like an extrovert that sometimes does have to tap out. Like I do have limits. I'm not just like a full stallion extrovert. I'm like a mutt. <laughs> but regardless, I had another social thing on Sunday. So it was fun. It was great. But I did a lot of social things. And I didn't have a nervous breakdown. So that was great. Anyways, hopefully that does not carry on until December with my now quickly building up uh, social calendar. But it's gonna be fine. Feeling good, still thriving. Plus, this is the best season. I friggin' love this time of year. I love just the holidays, time of the year, because of the weather, family, cute clothes, pretty colors. I don't know. And I also like the clouds. Like how kind of like it's like gloomier outside. I don't know how to explain it. Like winter just has like a certain sky. Whatever. I am rambling about the weather. (laughs) What is this? An awkward first date. Okay. So on that note, clearly I'm feeling some kind of way, feeling good. It was a rough last week. Not sure if I really got into it on the podcast. I know we had a really great episode last week. Really proud of last week's episode. So side note, you should go listen to it if you haven't already. It's uh, Seasons of Waiting. Uh, But anyways, uh, emotionally, Uh, personally, I was just kind of having an off week, feeling very anxious, um, just kind of trying to work through some shit. And 
accept the things I can't control and, you know, do what I can with the things I can control. Right. Right. And on that note, I was thinking, hey, I'm doing better. Kind of like, you know, got my feet back on uh, up from underneath me kind of thing. I don't even want to say I fell off the horse. I just maybe like tripped over a branch. But I was thinking when I was like prepping for this week's episode, I thought, you know, why not talk about things that I do um, when I'm a little bit more anxious, when I'm feeling a little bit more stressed out. And I was like, it's not necessarily coping mechanisms. It's not coping things. Maybe it is. I'm not quite sure. I'm not a psychologist or somebody in the mental health sphere in the world of mental health. I'm just a huge advocate and I learn as much as I possibly can and go to therapy. So all that said and done, I was like, these are tips and tricks of self-care, of of checking in with your mental health. And, you know, when you're feeling a little overwhelmed, your cupeth filleth over in terms of anxiety and, right? I was like, these are the things that I do. It's not necessarily I do all of them all the time in every situation. And here, here's the ding, ding, ding bonus point. It's not like I do these every time anyway, because sometimes I friggin' forget. Oftentimes I friggin' forget. I'm honestly just trying to be more accountable for myself. And I thought, well, what better way for me to actually think about what I do to share with you all. And in turn, it's going to help me maybe internalize a little bit more. So that when I am said freaking out or having a anxiety attack or just feeling even just more anxious in general and stressed out, maybe I'll, you know, revert back to these things because, hey, we talked about it. So on that note, let's talk about Liz's self-care tips, Liz's tips and tricks for managing stress and anxiety. Okay, so first things first, always keep in mind that we are a work in progress. So whatever is currently stressing you out, especially if you are having the anxiety spiral that's telling you, oh, you're a failure for whatever reason. Oh, it's not going to work out for whatever reason. Oh, you messed up this. Oh, you didn't do this right. Remember, remind yourself, of course, I make mistakes in life. I'm not saying you're making mistakes in that situation necessarily. I'm just saying as long as you understand that, hey, you're human and and you learn from mistakes and you get better with mistakes. I mean, I saw this quote earlier that said, mistakes mean you're trying. That's powerful because we're oftentimes told mistakes, you're, you're failing. That's bad. That's negative. How dare you? And then we internalize that. And then if we're not processing our emotions correctly, you keep holding on to that. You're just going to feel like you suck and that's not going to help your self-worth. So self-worth, self-love is also accepting that you're human. And with that comes mistakes. With that comes a few stumbles and that's okay. And if it happens and you stumble and you pick yourself up, great. Okay. And you stumble again, that's okay too. You have to have self-awareness and that means accepting your mistakes, accepting your imperfections, because I know it sounds cheesy, but your imperfections are perfectly perfect. You're imperfectly perfect, right? Perfectly imperfect. I don't even know how to say what I'm saying. I know the perfect word is like mm, a little overrated, but you know what the point I'm trying to make here. So work in progress, accept your mistakes. We are always growing. We are evolving. And I think if you also have that mentality, you will view, you will begin to view situations, like especially the things that are stressing you out and making you more anxious and you're in that negative headspace. It will help your opinion, your outlook on the situation itself. 
I always say how you talk to yourself matters. And this, this is another, another tip trick, especially when I'm, I'm having the anxiety spiral is trying to, 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 even if I can't stop it, if I can just get like five seconds in or, or just half a second in, in my thoughts of, okay, I'm spiraling negatively, but, um, interjection here, but I'm still a badass. Oop, interjection here, but think about that good thing that you did there. Oop, interjection here. Think about how you handled that one badass thing. And eventually it gets easier. And even if it's not every single moment that you're having a, a panic attack or you're anxious or you're in your head or whatever negative thing is going on, maybe you can't stop it or you can't get those interjections in those. Ooh, ah, ooh, mm, let me hold your, let me hold your, hold, hold your beer. Let me, let me stop you right there. Let me get, let me get, in, let me get in front of you. You will begin to have them less and less. I mean, I used, I can honestly say I'm not anxious every single day anymore. Um, it's probably like, you know, four or five days in the week. Let's, let's be real. But Hey, that's progress. It used to be horrible in every single day. It's just about managing it. Okay. So accept our mistakes for works in progress and be careful and mindful and intentional in how you talk to yourself. That's a big thing. And also think about like the words you use. Like I hate something versus uh, I feel strongly about something. It matters. I know I sound like a broken record, but that's just, that's all she wrote in the Liz book. Okay. Secondly, this is more of like a, a tip that I suggest to you. If you are, are in your head, if you're having a moment, if you're at work and you're just having a difficult project, you're frustrated. Maybe you're just, you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. It's not that, that there's one thing in particular that's really triggering you or setting you off. You're just grumpy because guess what? That, that happens. Sometimes we're bitchy. Sometimes we're grumpy. That's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Honestly, when I'm in that mood, I just am like, stay away because I may bite and I don't mean to. Okay. And don't worry. Typically it's all bark, no bite, but Hey, you never know. So if I'm feeling some kind of way, if I'm feeling stressed, if I'm just like antsy even, right. Cause like, I don't know, you get the jitters, you get bored sitting there all day, right. Walk around. Sometimes I'll jump around. My friends call it tippy toeing, but I'll just kind of shake. I'll shake my hands, kind of jump around, get my blood moving, maybe do a jumping jack, do a jiggle. I don't know, something. Just get your body moving. Um, one thing that I, I am very fortunate that I work remote, but one thing that I will do throughout the day is, especially if I'm feeling stressed, because um, that will well, that, that will typically spiral into possibly feeling like kind of claustrophobic in the space. Cause I can't escape. I'm in this apartment, you know, no sunlight, whatever this, it can, if you're feeling some kind of way deep down the trenches, it can, you know, lead to other spirals. Right. Right. So I will go outside being outside is so grounding. It's so helpful. So again, I know not everybody has the luxury of being able to do that. Um, if you can get a break at work, if you're in the office or if you have a job where you are not your home, you know, if you can just walk outside, um, even if you can't walk, just take a step outside, sit outside, take a, just a freaking breath of fresh air. Look out a window, see some green, see some sky, something. I think that's, that's very critical during COVID and my mental health shit fest, uh, being outside was something that I, it was like the the thing I looked forward to most of my day, being outside, being in, in nature, so to speak. And I live in the city. It's not like it was like full of nature, but a little bit goes a long way. You'd be surprised. Another thing is eat. I know that's kind of a loaded statement, but make sure you're eating your protein. Make sure you're eating food that fills you, nourishes your body. Um, hey, being a smart, badass babe requires brain power. So feed your brain, feed your body. 
Uh, I, I can get super sucked into work and, and just blink and the clock's 3 p.m. And I've, I've skipped lunch accidentally and I had half a shit for breakfast, basically. I mean, not really half a shit, but I'm talking about just like, you know, a banana, which is great in the moment, but that's not sustainable and long term. So make sure you eat. Um, it's not about being hangry. I don't know for all of you, but I get very hangry. Despite the fact that I get hangry, it's about feeding the brain, feeding this beautiful big brain, this smart brain that I have and being badass. So, you know, I know I just kind of went on about brain food, but whatever, you know, the point I'm trying to make there too. So bear with me. This is the first time that I'm really giving Liz tips for mental health, self-care. Normally I'm just like rambling on about my own bullshit. So <laughs> ride with me, roll with me here, people. All right. So eating protein, eating, you know, making sure we're nourishing our bodies. That also includes drinking water. Yeah, we need water. Unfortunately, we're not like dogs. We don't have a taste bud for water. Apparently dogs have taste buds for water. That's why I said that. But water is good. Water is important. Make sure you drink your water. For me, uh, I'm not good at it. So I literally bought a water bottle that has time markers all over the, like all over the bottle. It tells me when to drink, how, basically it tells me where I should be on the bottle scale at what time of day. I know that sounds crazy, but for somebody like me whose brain is like a thousand miles a minute with a million different things processing at any given second, I need that because then I'm like, oh shit, I haven't drank water in three three hours. Let me chug. And it helps. It really helps. Not that I want to get into vitamins and supplements and all that. I would love to do wellness episodes, but I need some people who are a little bit smarter than me to come talk about that kind of shit. But... Uh, I need some people who are a little bit smarter than me to come talk about that stuff. But I do know that we need to make sure we're taking our vitamin B because that one also takes our food and, and processes it and puts it into energy, but also helps keep our, our happiness, keeps our keeps us in good spirits, keeps our serotonin levels even. Uh, and also it's winter. So make sure you're also taking your vitamin D. And um, I don't know the statistics on this and I don't know all the facts behind this, but I think vitamin D is also something pretty common that we are all lacking we're all inside most of the time. So that makes sense because you get vitamin D from the sunshine. But during the winter months, it's even worse because it's all cloudy. Remember the cloudy skies I talked about earlier? Yeah, it's all full circle. See, we came back. So, uh, you know, make sure you're taking your vitamin D, vitamin B. If you're not sure if you should be, maybe talk to your doctor about it. But that's about the extent of the wellness vitamin supplement uh, advice I'm going to give because I feel comfortable with. And then other than that, make sure you wash your face. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how good your skin looks, wash your face, your pores and your skin will thank you. Seriously. I mean, just general self-care, wash your hair, um, brush your teeth. And I don't mean this sarcastically and I'm not trying to be funny about it. Be mindful about it because I know, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate. I'm sure a lot of you have been through this being super depressed. I mean, it was hard. It was hard to even use the bathroom sometimes. It was hard to remind myself to take a minute and brush my teeth, take two minutes and wash my face. So this is your, this is the little bird reminding you, hey, you're worth it. You're worth taking care of yourself. Washing your face is, it's important. It, it's cleansing. It's refreshing. It's giving, it's taking care of you. You are worth having good skin. I don't know why I'm going on about this. I guess just because I did not care about myself or care for myself at all given, you know, during COVID when I was super depressed and going through the shit that I was going through. So I went through like almost two years of just not taking care of myself. 
And I'm not trying to say like, oh, I'm paying for it now. That's, that's not the message I'm trying to say here. I'm just, sometimes if I just had those few minutes, those few moments, who's to say like what small changes that could have had an effect on my mental health. So I know how hard it is. This is just me putting out a hand, grabbing yours and saying, hey, it's okay. This is your friend reminding you, hey, love on yourself. Brush your hair. Give yourself a hug. Take a warm shower. Put on a nice clean shirt. Heck, throw it in the freaking dryer. Put on a dryer sheet so it smells all fresh and fresh and yummy and it's nice and warm. All right. I was literally holding out my hand. I know you guys can't see it. And obviously there's nobody in front of me, but I was literally figured and figuratively reaching out my hand. So, <laughs> okay. And last but certainly not least, and this is one that's definitely a work in progress and it's kind of layered, but it's um, the more holistic meditation kind of self-care routine. I am trying to journal when I do journal. I love it because it's grounding. And I, I want you to know, I'm not like writing pages and pages. Sometimes it's bullets. I try to write at least three things I'm grateful for, three things I'm excited about, three things I, I am really happy that's going on with me right now. That's the kind of gratitude journaling I'm doing. It's very simple because starting a new habit. I don't want to start huge because that's not going to get me anywhere. I got to start small. And heck, I don't even do it every day because I got other things I got to do. So journaling, stretching. Um, when I say stretching, I don't necessarily mean yoga. All right. I, I'm talking about being even at your desk, stretching your neck side to side, front and back, up and down, all over the place, your shoulders, crunch them up, crunch them down. You'd be surprised. Put your arms all the way down to stretch them. Get that full, that full neck and shoulder stretch. It helps with migraines. You think about how we're hunched over on our phones, our computers. I know I sound really. I don't know if it sounds like this to y'all, but I just sound so unlike myself right now. This content, but here we go. But uh, where was I? Yes. So stretching. We're hunched over. You'd be surprised how much that freaking affects you. Not even just migraines. It can, your posture, like you sit back up and crack, crack, crack. That's not good. So I don't know, set little reminders. To be honest, I set reminders. Like I would set this little timer every, like once every hour for just 30 seconds, I would stretch and you would be shocked the difference it makes. So no, I am not a yoga instructor. No, I'm not endorsed by some freaking fitness program. I am just a girl sitting here who got in a shit car accident five years ago that fucked up my shoulder and neck and I would be damned without my neck and shoulder stretches at my desk. So take do yourself a solid and just do it because it feels good and <laughs> it will help you in the long run. All right, sorry about that. My chiropractor will be proud. So, you know, I'm doing this for him. Anyways, other than that, the other thing I wanted to suggest and say as a tip or trick, breathing. Oh, Liz, we have to breathe to live. Duh. This is something also that is very much a work in progress. But I've been working on, and when I say working on literally the past two weeks, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, feeling way too stressed, way too anxious, even to the point where my heart is, especially if my heart is racing, I can feel all everything pulsing in my body. You know what I mean? Like I feel borderline is some kind of medical emergency happening. I have no idea, but oh, it's just my stress. Go figure. Breathing. I 
to be honest, I don't know if it's better to breathe through your nose and out through your mouth. That's what they say in most of the workout routine things that I watch and do. But then I hear people say, breathe in through your mouth, blow out with your mouth. I have no idea. But breathing in deeply, count to three, four seconds, literally feel the entire breath within your body. I know it sounds crazy, but if you take a deep breath in and you just kind of are taking inventory of the entire breath, and it starts from your head all the way down to your neck, your shoulders, your fingertips, down your torso, your waist, on your knees, to your ankles, to your toes, you feel it. So take a deep breath in, let it fill in your whole body and blow it out in three, four seconds. Do that two or three times. You will thank me. I'm pissed. I did not think or find breathing earlier. Here I was thinking, how, what do you mean breathing? I friggin' breathe. Sure. I, I understand. Take deep breaths when you're stressed, blah, 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 blah. But I don't think I'd actually ever really did it. Bonus points if I'm doing the deep breath work while I'm stretching at the desk. Holy moly, that's like a double whammy of wellness and and, and prosperity for myself, right? Okay, yes, I said prosperity, damn it. But breathing, it's such a grounding technique that I, I for one, overlook and do not think about or give enough credit to. So if you're freaking out, you're spiraling, you're having a moment, you're having a panic attack in... Mm, that felt nice. Even just doing that thin felt nice. So imagine if you did it in a moment that you really needed it. And then to share a little advice that my therapist gave me in those moments that I'm having a super bad anxiety attack, like very big spiral, panic, fight or flight kind of mode. Sensory things really help. So maybe grabbing a piece of ice, that extreme temperature change, really kind of, it's not that it shocks you back, but that's the idea behind it. It kind of brings you back center, brings you back, brings you back to ground. Um, you can always talk to somebody. Maybe you're fortunate to have a therapist, have a friend, a, a partner. Maybe you're comfortable talking to a sibling, a family member, a cousin, an aunt, a coworker, somebody. If you don't have anyone, you have me. You can find me on Instagram, in pod, and hey, I'll be there for you. I'll do the best I can. But talking is always important. Do not hold things in. It's so interesting the amount of things that I will hold in until I'll finally talk about in therapy, nervous as shit, thinking surely I'm the only person that thinks like this, kind of almost like ashamed, right? And then, oh, that's normal. Oh, it's because of this. Oh, that's because of that. And I'm like, wow, I'm understood. There's there's answers to this. There's reasonings behind this. There's explanations. I'm not just a weirdo. I'm not just and able to keep my brain from going off in all these different tangents and directions. Talking is important because I don't know. It's how you learn from other people, whether it's a therapist, a friend or, or, or somebody else in your inner circle or somebody, an acquaintance or a colleague, who knows you learn from others. You learn from yourself. Don't bottle things in. It's not good. All right. And that's all she wrote. That's Liz's tips, tricks to self care helping yourself in the moment when you're having that spiral, having that anxiety attack, feeling super anxious, feeling super stressed, not sure what to do, what direction to go in. I hope if anything, it gave you a few tips and tools you could put in your own toolkit. Maybe it was a a few nice reminders to check in with yourself or to go, hey, you know what? Breathing. Yeah, I should do that every now and again. (laughs) But hey, we got to look out for each other. 
I know I am all about this kind of shit and I'm always trying to work on it and get better at it. And guess what? I am always forgetting it too. So again, what was the first thing I said? Oh, work in progress, accepting my limits as a human being. I learn. And this week's mantra is mistakes mean you're trying. That's what I'm going to tell myself. And I'm not gaslighting myself because guess what? I'm friggin' awesome and I'm going to stumble and that's okay. <laughs> Anywho, thank you all for listening to today's episode. I appreciate your time and energy in being here. I appreciate your time listening to me this week. And if you'd like to connect with me and see all the things that I'm up to, at least as I get better at posting on social media, you can find me on Instagram at in.betweenpod, P-O-D as in podcast, at in.betweenpod. You can find me on TikTok at the in-between podcast. Anyways, that's all she wrote. I hope you all have a fabulous rest of the week, and I will see you next week on a whole new episode of the Between Podcast. See you Wednesday. Bye.